With us today is Attorney General uh, Jason Miares. Uh, he's Cuban, and uh, that means he's one tough guy. Uh, and uh, he represents the state of Virginia. And uh, also, besides doing his normal job of, as Attorney General of Virginia, uh, Attorney General, what else? Uh, I am the national chairman of uh, uh, the tip of the spear challenging a lot of these Soros left-wing social justice prosecutors. It's called Protecting Americans Action Fund. And so our goal is to finally provide a counterbalance to all of this left-wing special interest money that gets dumped in, takes out a lot of these prosecutors, and gets elected people that think they are more social workers than prosecutors, and they have a criminal-first, victim-last mentality. And so this past cycle, we got involved in 13 races. We won nine of them. So it takes a, brings me a lot of joy going head-to-head -head against Soros prosecutors and getting them out of office or defeating them so they don't take office. And you just want honesty and integrity in the, in the system. Is that correct? Right. We just want um, people to get to call balls and strikes and actually have a mentality that if you commit violent crime, uh, that you're going to do the time, that you're going to be prosecuted. The quickest way to lower violent crime is you get repeat violent offenders off our streets. I mean, the joke uh, in Washington right now uh, is if you're a Democrat, nothing happens to you. And uh, if you're a Republican, you're going to be in solitary confinement. <laughs> and it's not good that the American people feel that way. Part of our problem right now is too many people in too many areas, the law abiding are looking over their shoulder in fear. And the people that should be looking over their shoulder in fear should be the law breaking. And right now they feel in certain areas where you have these Soros or these left wing prosecutors. They're not looking over their shoulder in fear because they know they won't be prosecuted. And it breeds a spirit of lawlessness that I think then hurts people. I mean, I, I'm a big believer that high crime can produce poverty. Small businesses don't locate in areas where there's high crime. And if you have a high crime area, it means that you're not, not going to have a small business. You're going to have grocery stores or drug stores are closing. And then people are literally too scared to walk the streets at night. It's tragic. And so you see that across the country. And a lot of it are these prosecutors that are very left-wing and they think just because they have good intentions it's going to guarantee good results the results have been horrific violent crime is up all across the country there's a lot of reasons for it one of which is we've had a soft on crime mentality that has a revolving door these prosecutors treat it like a catch and release program and that's why this organization exists it's a big reason why one is attorney general in virginia this last year with glenn youngkin is the murder rate in virginia was at a two decade plus high and we came in and Virginians were tired of it. I don't understand. Uh, the, you're Cuban. The Hispanic community is helping a great deal on law and order and common sense. As a matter of fact, uh, I understand that uh, the people from Venezuela and the people from Cuba that are migrants, that the government is not necessarily letting them in right away uh, because you know how bad socialism and communism is. <laughs> Well, they say it's the people. Happening. Well, they say the people that are most against socialism are the people that have actually lived under it. And you're exactly right. I think you're seeing a lot of the influx of the GOP and the Latino community because they come from areas where the government tries to control every aspect of your life. But they also know this is an exceptional country. The New York Times interviewed me um, about a month ago, and they wanted to know why there was such an appeal of the GOP with with new immigrants. And I said, you know, it used to be both parties talked about the American dream and American exceptionalism. One party walked away from it. It was the Democratic Party. And so now if you're a new immigrant. You're hearing one party describe America as an exceptional, amazing country that it gives more second chances than any country that's ever existed. And then you have another party 
that basically says America is irretrievably broken and irredeemable. Which part do you think is going to be more appealing to immigrants who know this is an amazing country? This is the last best hope on earth to describe it from Lincoln. And they understand that. And so um, you're right that both the influx of both Venezuela and Cubanos and those from Nicaragua, those that have lived under these Marxist dictatorships, uh, they have such appreciation for who we are and they're entrepreneurial. And that's why I think you you're seeing them increasingly move towards the GOP. I say we cannot save the whole world. And I believe in checks and balances. We, you know, we can't let everybody in. And yeah. that's why I've said to some of our Democratic senators, and you know what I've said to them? Maybe we should set up Ellis Island type operations along the Texas coast, along the Arizona coast, and say, all right, let's have checks and balances. Let's make sure you're not a terrorist. Let's not make sure you just didn't get out of uh, jail in uh, Costa Rica. So let's make sure that you don't have a, a disease uh, or, or your kids have disease. They're gonna, they're, if, they, if we put them in the school, they don't get the American kids sick. I mean, it's all about checks and balances. Immigration, yes, but checks and balances, yes, too. We are a generous country. We allow over a million legal immigrants a year. And, and that's a good thing. But where the American people get frustrated is, on one hand, we're the most generous with our legal immigration, but then there's people that want to take advantage of our generosity. And Americans get tired of it. And what's happening on the southern border, my mother came and legally immigrated from Cuba. There's a variety of questions she had to ask and, and prove that both her health and a variety of different, that she wasn't a terrorist. The people crossing our border illegal do not need to ask, answer any of those questions. And it is also breeding a humanitarian crisis, both for the human trafficking. Enough fentanyl crosses our southern border to kill every single American uh, in this country two or three times over. There's just a study that came out from Stanford that said we lost 100,000 Americans last year alone, the last 12 months of fentanyl. In 12 months, you lost 100,000 Americans. In Vietnam, Korea, and Afghanistan, you lost 107,000 mm -hmm. for the entire war. Yeah. I mean, this is... Do you think our country is under attack? Uh, you, know, uh, you know what the people have said to me? Maybe the Chinese are getting even for the opium wars back in the uh, turn Listen, of the century. They have long memories, and I think the chemicals that are, that are making the fentanyl of the cartels are coming from China. There's zero doubt about that. And there's a study just out of Stanford that said if, if right now on the current trajectory, we're estimated to lose one, over one million Americans will be dead by the year 2029 because of fentanyl and opioids. We are just seeing, this is what's so scary, we are now emerging Narcan-resistant, a fentanyl derivative that's Narcan-resistant. You know, Narcan has saved a lot of lives. Imagine the death toll once that becomes common, where not, Narcan won't bring your loved one back. It's going to be devastating. It is chemical warfare. What's happening on our southern border, the fentanyl coming over, is chemical warfare. And what's so infuriating is the only reason why this is happening is a lack of will from Washington. That's it. And it's, You're 100 it, it's so right. difficult. You're 100 yeah. percent right. Yeah. Well, Attorney General Mayares, I yes. said it right. Excellent. Uh, thank you for everything you do for America. God bless you, and keep fighting for uh, America. I'm an immigrant too. I came over not on the Mayflower. I came over when I was six months old, and um, I fight hard for America. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that place.
precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. 